This is Hard Parking, brought to you by Right Honda and Right Toyota out of Scottsdale, Arizona. And of course, unless this is your first time listening to the show, I am your host, Jay Finning. Coming up on today's show, Wes Tankersley was in town. He is now gone, but Wes Tankersley and Tattoo Dad, Sean, is in town, and they came in studio. So we ended up talking about what we were going to do this weekend. Of course, you know, the weekend's already passed because this is Monday now. And we talk a little car news, we talk a little drink, talk a little golf. Also, you know, I went to Cape Cod over the uh, the Labor Day weekend, as you already know, but not going to get into any details right now. We'll save that for the next episode. So after this word from Four Wheel Online, Wes Tankersley. Jay Finning here, and I want to tell you guys about Four Wheel Online. For over a decade, Four Wheel Online has been bringing the best truck accessories and truck parts to enhance the appearance and performance of all trucks and SUVs. They are dedicated to providing an extensive range of upgrades that will match any maker model on the road. Their truck products cover everything you need to give your truck a custom look and added functionality. And if you need a tire and wheel package, head over and use the configuration tool. They carry all the major brands of wheels and tires, so we'll get outfitted today. So visit them online at 4 Online or call them at 813-769-2451. Again, that's 4Wheel Online, the number 4 Wheel Online. In studio, as promised, Wesley Tankersley back for the second, maybe third, third, second or third. Second. Brought security guard with him. Uh, Sean Tattoo Dad is in the background drinking my booze. Uh, Wes is also drinking my booze. Wes, what's up? Hey, I brought booze. Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Gate. I don't know if the microphone can pick it up because you're, don't look at me like that. Heaven's Gate. Like, look down when you talk to me. It's fucking. You don't like it when I look at you in the eyes? I don't know how Sean, dude. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't swallow the goddamn mic. Sorry. It becomes, a, it becomes an editing nightmare. Uh, uh, so you guys are going to do some golfing while you're here, right? Because by the time this comes out, this would have already happened. and It would be some super weird, like, inceptionist shit. Well, I don't want to say that I'm here because Jay lives here, but I'm here because Jay lives here. But I'm also going golfing. So, yeah, we're going to hit up uh, TPC Championship course tomorrow which is super sweet. I've played there once before and then we're going to play, you know, then we're going to hang out. We're going to go have a drink with some buds, some friends from One Drink Wednesday. One Drink Wednesday crew. Yeah. Uh, I think Turkey. And again, but hopefully, well, I don't know if Turkey listens to this. Catherine, she's a, a Patreon, but I don't know if she's caught up. Uh, Drew listens to this. Yeah. So you'll hear his name. So I think Drew's definitely coming out. I think they're all coming out. Uh, my buddy Will said he's he's probably going to come out with the Lotus. Um, and you guys can all, you know, show everyone your tattoos because... He joined that one time. I think you may have joined that day too, but it was like a tattoo show off because he has the Marvel sleeve and you have the DC sleeve. Oh, it's Will with the sleeve. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's It's super cool because I want to be able to meet those people. Drew hooked me up with a, a rental from Westgate Exotics, which was super cool. He picked me up at the airport today. Um, it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to see you because that's, you know, we talk every single damn day, but now we get to talk in person. So. Sweet, man. You know, I've always used, they used to always tell me at work, like I chatted up with people, instant message, and we have these full fucking blown conversations. And then you sit next to me at break and I don't say shit to you. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. That's the way that the world is though. It's like, we all communicate differently now than we did 20 years ago. Yeah. And shout out to Westgate Exotic Cars and Rentals. Um, So they are a sponsor of the podcast as well via Patreon business supporter. So what do you get? What did he give you guys? So we got a 2021 Jeep Gladiator. 
I can't remember what the sub model is because there's so many of them. So Sean, who's sitting over here, he's got a Mojave, which is like the top of the line one. Of course he does. And then Rubicon. And then I think that, th I don't know if it's a, uh, because like the Jeep, the, what is it? The Wrangler Sport is the one that is kind of like the base model. But this is like one above that, I think. So that's yeah. the one with the little wheels, the little tires. Wrangler, Rubicon, Mojave. Okay. I think he's Rubicon. Oh, it's a Rubicon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Rubicon's a big one. I used to have a, I had a Wrangler Unlimited Rubicon, you know, probably about four months ago. So Rubicon is the decked out four door, right? And the Wrangler is a traditional two door. Is it just by, Correct. by Rubicon, but also Rubicon comes in the two door too, because it has like the detachable, um, sway bar in links and all that stuff so that you can go off road with it. Um, the Mojave, which Sean has, like when I first saw it, like it has reservoir shocks on it and everything it has like Fox shocks on it. It's, it's pretty badass. I think we got to show Jay some pictures. Sean's digging in his uh, 2006 Motorola Razor over there. So we're going to look at this 180 by 240 resolution picture of this thing. So, uh, Bear, this is iPhone 13. But right, but. Speaking of iPhone, the 14 just came out or just got announced. I was trying to read the specs. I may upgrade because I try to upgrade every two. Yeah. And I think my 12 Pro Max is good. It's got a 12 me megapixel camera. The fucking new one has a 48. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's nice, man. Yeah. The thing is, is with that is like what you and I do. It's like you taking pictures of your stuff all the time and everything. You need more megapixels, more, more clear image. More. Right? So we're looking at Tattoo Dad 84. That's on uh, Instagram. That's he sitting in here with us. Tattoo Dad 84 and his uh, Mojave. If you're glancing at this, it looks like a Hummer. He Way said, sicker than a Hummer, though. But right. I see what you're saying. You see? Right. I don't, I don't doubt, discount that. I thought I had too many drinks, and I've only had two sips out of this one. <laughs> so, so far, are you loving it? I mean, it's it's cool that he hooked you up with it. So, if anyone comes to Phoenix, you know, make sure you hit up uh, C8 Matrix, Drew Bunkley, Westgate, Exotic Cars and Rentals. Would you like it so far? Yeah, I was super impressed. You know, um, it's an awesome ride. I love the truck. Like if I ever got an, another Jeep, it would be the Renegade just like that. But I'd probably get a Mojave just because it looks a little more beefy. But this thing's lifted. It's got some nice tires and wheels on it. He came and picked me up at the airport. And he talked to me. It was really cool to see Drew because I've had Drew on the podcast before. And, and you know, we he's on One Drink Wednesday all the time. So, yeah. Um, he's great because he's come over here like you and sitting in that same seat. You mm -hmm. know, that's a, that's a hell of a responsibility to sit across from me. <laughs> I have been graced with your presence twice now in your studio. So it I'd, seems like you wanted, so it's been twice. Yeah. Cause you've been here three times, but we've only been, you've only been sitting in front of me twice. Yep. Yeah. Um, I thought you came over for the, uh, the NSX, which we're going to go out, you know, so you'll probably have already told the story. Um, yeah. For one trick Wednesday in, in two days. So. Yeah, that's right. We can't <laughs> talk about what, it, what you guys have seen in the garage because the world doesn't really know. It's uh, it's pretty dope. That's all I can say. Oh, we got graced by that, huh? Yeah, people that's, don't know yet. People don't know. No. I did an Instagram yeah. tease, um, with just the giant tires. That's about. I mean, there's a few people who know, uh, and the uh, you know, but overall, uh, not really. You gonna give anything away for what the reveal may be? No, it's a damn good idea, but no. I appreciate that. <laughs> so what else are you guys gonna do? Uh, yeah. So like, that's pretty much it, man. We just came down here. I've tried to connect with you a couple times this year and it's just like things have kind of gotten away and, and now we got the chance, man. So we went and we headed up out to uh, Caldwell barbecue today, which was freaking. Oh yeah. 
that was some good stuff, man. It was it was pretty dope. And even like the mac and cheese, the beans, the we had ribs and brisket, and it was that was a good good call. Yeah, they uh, it's it's funny because it's one of those places where you drive by it all the time. And it's like oh, we need to go there. We need to go there because they used to have a sign on like an old John Deere on the side of the road. And the pandemic era came, which I think we're still kind of in it, but we're weaning off of it as, as a society. Yeah. But so many restaurants closed, so our thought was like, shit, we got to try that place out before it fucking closes. And we went. We're like, holy shit. And I think I've been there half a dozen times, and it's been great maybe five times. There's some, you know, barbecue is very all about timing, in my opinion. Right. You know, you can go to the best place, and it can be, you know, 845 at night, and they close at 9, and the barbecue is going to taste like shit. It's going to be all tough. Yeah, because they take that barbecue and they start it in the morning, right? And so it sits in there and it just kind of gets old over the day. But when we rolled in there, Sean and I looked at each other and we're like, this is a fucking barbecue joint. Like, they have <laughs> freaking, like, 12 big old giant smokers. Fucking pro, old propane tanks. Yeah, exactly. Thing, yeah. Yep. With the lids open. And when I was in Texas, like, two years ago, I was telling Sean about this. I hadn't seen those before. There was a lot. For, that's the first time I've seen those in a long time mm-hmm. with the big smokers like that. Because when I was in Texas, you walk in there and all the barbecues have those. Yeah. And one of them we walked into, like they open up the lid and like they have it all right there. What do you want? You like you pick it right off the grill. Oh so, man. Yeah. That's some next level shit. Yep. So where we're going tomorrow, downtown Gilbert, there's a uh, there's Joe's Barbecue, which is pretty popular. Not saying you guys need to eat it, but it's it was kind of my favorite before. We discovered this one right down the street. And I think there's some other barbecue joint down there. You know, there's just, it's weird how many of these places are popping up all over uh, Phoenix. Yeah, it's kind of weird. You don't really think of like Phoenix as being like a barbecue area. Like if I was thinking of barbecue, I always think of Texas, right? Or like Kansas City. Yeah. Or even like Georgia or like over, you know, that area. You don't think of the McRib? Uh, definitely not. Is that <laughs> is that meat? Whatever it is, people love it. Do you love it? Let's talk about that. Have you had that before? I have. I don't remember. I, what I remember is it tasted kind of like a, a dark meat giant flat chicken nugget. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like a damn chicken nugget, but it's rib meat. Yeah, but like the old chicken. Well, chicken nuggets would, used to have some rib meat in them in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. And even in, I think, the early 2000s, now they, they claim this all white, you know, breast meat. But I mean, one could argue the dark meat on the chicken is the best anyway. It may not be the best for you, but it's all it's the most flavorful. Dude, I definitely like that. I'm, I'm a I'm a leg and thigh guy. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like, my wife's always, I want the breast. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead and have it. Good. I'll eat the other stuff. Uh, note that Wes has big legs and thighs, too, so. <laughs> and he looks for guys who have the same quality. Oh, shit. Here we go. Birds of a feather waddle together, right? What do you think of this? Uh, well, let's give Kurt Olvia a shout out here. What do you think of this real time? It's real-time pretty good. Yeah, you know, Kurt's uh, Kurt's sponsors the show too, right? So, yep, he's a four wheel online. Yeah, that's pretty good. He hooked me up with some wheels and tires for my Jeep, and that was super cool. That's how I kind of got the connection. We were talking that Drew and I were talking today at the airport about you because that's really what you are. You're a, you're a connector, like you. Oh, I thought we were talking about Kurt. We are talking about Kurt, Kurt, but you introduced me to Kurt, and that was kind of the thing. It's like all these connections that you have, all these relationships that you built, and Kurt's one of those. And um, I got got to get a bottle from him. I'm going to have to just send him some money and force him to send me a bottle. You know, I'll make sure I forward this segment to him. Um, You know how Kurt and I know each other? How's that? NSX. Cars. That's how I know almost everybody. It's so just, Kurt has one, right? He does. He has a, he has a, a turboed NSX, red and black, and he has like 10,000 Porsche Cayennes. 
and then a handful of like Aston Martins. And he's got a Tesla now too. And he has a stupid Tesla. <laughs> and he calls it a stupid Tesla, but he's got it. Yeah. Speaking of Tesla, uh, they want to do some car news. Let's do it. Let's do some car news. <laughs> so the EPA hits two more diesel tuners with $10 million fine for defeat devices. I saw this on road and track. I did not read the article because I hate reading, but I feel like you don't have to read the article to know what's going on here. And I thought the EPA got a smackdown by the Supreme Court recently, so I thought they were off everyone's back, but apparently not. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? So you're just talking about like the the diesel coal rollers and stuff like that, trying to keep the keep the keep it clean. Yeah, and you know it's 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 one of those things where because the the car purists will say, well, the EPA's always had that, and they always have; they just never enforced it. But you know, I think though, what's key here is it's. Um, defeat devices, which means you put it on your car and you can go through and, you know, go through the Department of Motor Vehicles and get your vehicle signed off and you're still killing, you know, the, the ozone. So, like, I have I have the Fowlers, I think is what they're called. Yeah. I have Fowler extenders on my Infinity. Um, so I guess I'm one of these people. But the big difference is the coal rollers, I'm not a coal roller. It's just getting a new um, – Catalytic converter for converter for my Infinity was on national back order. It's fifteen hundred dollars if you can get it. I needed. I just bought the car. I needed to find a way to do it, and so I did it. And it's it's. And you know what's funny is, for a while the check engine light was going on and off, like intermittently, not blinking, you know, but intermittently over the course of like six months, and that thing hasn't come on in like a year. Well, it's ridiculous. Computer to turn it off yourself, or did you have to take it in every time? So I tried that, and they know it. So I was sitting outside and it came on. I turned that shit off. I rolled there and they started running it. Cause now they plug it in. They don't stick the thing up your, they don't mm. give your, your, your car a suppository. They fucking plug into the computer. Yeah. I'm like, this thing's been reset. I'm like, Oh really? I just bought the car. I had no idea. Like, yeah, run it and come bring it back. And fucking, so I just had to get lucky. I was sweating ass too. I was like, I was sitting in line and the light hadn't come on. I'm like, shit, don't fucking come on. Don't fucking come on. Past emissions came on the next day. You're just waiting for it every day. Yeah. To come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy because those things anyway, like the coal roller people, you know, they're stacking chips on there. So you you can take those chips out. You can take and you can just turn it off or put it back in the mode that you want it to. But when you're doing the programmer in the, like when I was working at Les Schwab in California, they used to do like a bully dog with a hyper chip with all that stuff. And they can just tune it a certain way, get it to blow smoke and then just turn it off. So it's mm-hmm. kind of hard. It's kind of defeatist because you can't really stop it from happening. So a little bit more about this is both companies are owned by Nicholas Piccolo, who also faces a 450, basically a half a million dollar civil penalty for his failure to respond to EPA's initial information request related to the business. So it looks like they've tried to reach out to him in 2021. Um, and based on their book, their, their noncompliance in 2013 as well. So he's been kind of avoiding them. So they're finally like, got you, bitch. <laughs> So it doesn't. It's not like they kicked down the door and ran through his books and then decided to find him. It seems like this was kind of something that was kind of in the works. But I don't. You know, on the old NSX, I had uh, no no cats, but it's also a collector vehicle and it had forced induction, so it breathes better without it. And so I was one of those people. But I think one of the biggest issues is getting fined for for being loud. Yeah. But yeah, I hate coal rollers, and I don't well, know what's worse. The thing is, though, is that like your NSX is not doing the same thing that those coal rollers right. are doing. It's like it it is, you know, it it emits maybe something else, but you can't see it. These these guys who are dumping coal are blowing black smoke all over the place. It's They're crazy. Attention to themselves. 
Yeah. Well, and Jay, I may be overstepping my boundaries, but why'd you get rid of your old NSX? Why'd I get rid of the old car? It was just time for me to um to move on, I think. I've had it for nine years. I needed more than one cool car. I couldn't have two at the same time. And it, it took something like the Type S to come out, you know, and it I had to I didn't know if I could afford it. When it was announced. Wait, does everybody know you have a Type S? Yeah, everyone I knows I have a Type S. I don't know what people know or don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're not breaking news. Everyone knows I have a Type S. You had a couple options, though. Like, you weren't getting... You you thought about more than just the Type S, right? Like, you were thinking about other cars, too, but your heart was really there. The reason is because I didn't know, right? I didn't know. I was assured I was the one allocation for the dealership. But they get one allocation. Some some dealerships it. got none. Right. Some got two. I was lucky enough, mine got one. Locally here yeah, in locally. Arizona? Yep. Actor of Tempe. Um, and then I didn't know if I was going to still have a job because I'm a contractor. You know, so there's a proof of income. Yep. You know, there's a lot of things that had to happen. So even up until the car was ready, you know, I still had, I knew I could get insurance just through Grundy. Grundy. Um, but there's a lot of other unknowns. You were super up, like you you weren't sure, like a, you know, because you talked to me. Every yeah, we day. had this conversation. It's like I still don't know. I still don't know. Like the job was, it was like it had to happen in a specific way, and you couldn't quit one job because if you did, then it wouldn't show that you had the the income and all that stuff. It yeah, right, and and, it's, and all that still got screwed up. But then the car got delayed, so then it all worked out. Yeah, <laughs> in like a, a super weird way. But that's that's kind of why I did it, and I didn't want to announce that I was doing it. Because I didn't want to jinx myself. It's weird because, you know, I'm not into that. But the one time that it happens, I would end up, the, the I don't know, the, the stars would not align and I would just be screwed. So I, I, I don't know. I think it's interesting. We were talking about this a little bit today because, like, it was Sean was asking me about how Sean is tattooed dead, if you don't know. But we were we were talking about you and how kind of, like, super humble you are and how you. My wife would disagree with that. I, I yeah, she's, yeah, she's wrong. And yeah. she doesn't listen, so I can say that. She's she wrong. Doesn't. She, you know what's funny? She tells people. And actually, she people are like, oh, your husband has a podcast? Yeah, what's it about? Is it about cars? No, it's about all sorts of things, you know? And it's about, he's had people on there. He's had Adam Carolla. He's had da-da-da-da. You don't know, <laughs> do you listen to it? She goes, uh, yeah, sometimes. I don't think she's listened to an episode in a year. Well, I, I just know that, like, son listens. the conversations that we have every single day, because I we've talked about this before, and my wife doesn't listen either, so I talk to you more than I talk to my wife, I'm pretty damn sure. And it's just crazy because you're kind of like, you're like the devil's advocate with me. And we talk about shit all the time. And you're like, well, well, there's this too, but what do you think about this? You know, like we're always going back and forth about what it is. And that's what I really enjoy about our friendship is that we're able to have an adult conversation and not be pissed off at each other if we don't agree on something. It's kind of crazy. I try to dig some of this controversy out of him. I'm looking at Sean Tattoo Dad, uh, 84. I try to dig this controversy out of him on One Drink Wednesday, and he just refuses to dive in. It's so funny because we talk about that shit, and you're like, I'm so like afraid of offending anyone. That's the way it is, and like me too. Although you don't, you wouldn't think so. Yeah, but like you're like, dude, you don't have to talk to me that way. You can talk to me normal. It's it's funny. Wow, you guys are like an old married couple, <laughs> a little bit. Kind of awkward at times. But yeah. There's been a relationship in there for a couple years. I don't know. Weird, a little bit cool, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it's it's one of those things that, like, I never would have really thought. We talked a little bit about today, like, 
how this relationship that we have happened because it's mm-hmm. just it's just nuts that oh so you guys do have a relationship we do yeah it's very intimate yes as a matter of fact can you <laughs> yeah can I'll you give us a minute can you give us a minute we need a minute but i mean the thing is is like you would never think covid covid brings things you know it was shitty for a lot of things and and it brought a lot of good things too so you know, I'm thankful that I've had the podcast that I've had. I'm thankful for your podcast and like listening to you and kind of mentoring me as far as like sound and things like that go. But we always bounce the ideas off each other. And it's it's super cool to be able to have that type of conversation every single day, you know. Jay, could we back up for two seconds here? When you got rid of your old NSX, did you care who you sold it to? You know, that's an excellent question. And the answer is really no. But I end up selling it to a good friend of mine anyway here in town. Oh, so you know the guy who owns it. Now. Yeah. So I had three buyers in line that are all three personal friends. Now, Yoshi, who also doesn't listen to the podcast, bought the car and much to my surprise, doesn't know shit about cars. Nothing. He, he, very little. He's so he's one of those car enthusiasts that doesn't who likes cars but doesn't really know much about it. He has him. an appreciation, but he doesn't. Know. Yeah, right. Yeah. So when he posted it, uh, he was like, "Oh, dream dreams do come true." Dream car alert, whatever. I'm like, "Dream car? You don't know? I don't even know if you know this is a Honda." You know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> what is, what has he done to it since since it's since it's been his? Anything? Um, first off, if it's your dream car, you should know a little bit about it. Yeah. Right. You should know. And, and, and Sean's not, and he, Sean worked at a Porsche dealership for a while. Um, but he, he wanted, it, it's kind of funny because he wanted so much for people not to look at that car and say, that's Jay's car. Mm. As soon as he buys it, he posts it on Instagram. Everyone's like, dude, you got Jay's car. And, and it actually took four months at least for people to think that he didn't like, he actually really bought my car. Yeah. Because he and I have played this game in the past where I needed to store a car, I'd store it at his house, or I'd store his car at my house. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, April Fool's. I guarantee there's probably still people who think that I still own that car. Yeah, sure. But that's 100% Yoshi's car. So what did he do? He put on some some new side skirts, um, which it needed. He swapped out my carbon fiber seats for some, like, regular NSX seats, which I was kind of waffling back and forth on doing. Uh, and that's... It needed some some maintenance, you know, because it's an aftermarket turboed vehicle. I drove around in its spirit, you know, you know, nicely. And um, I think he had to get a few things rebuilt, a few brackets fixed, stuff like that. But he doesn't care, you know. Minor cosmetics, though. Yeah, nothing major, uh, fortunately. But it's still weird because it's like, hey, I just got your car and the radio stopped working. I'm like, fuck, you know, or... uh this thing fell off or this thing stopped working. You know, what does that whoa, mean? Whoa, 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 Jay, do you feel responsible for him telling you that the little things were going wrong like that? You know what it is? It's one of those things where it's like you, you bought the car. It's your problem. But at the same time, we have a relationship. As is. Everybody says yeah. as is when you turn it over to somebody else. It, it's true. But it's like, God, this motherfucker's going to think I sold him a lemon. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So that, it's mm. that. You know, sure. Yeah, but I think the thing is, is like if you think about the car the other day on Wondering Wednesday, when you were showing us the new one, you went into the garage and you started showing us some of the stuff that you did to it to get it to what it was when it was wrapped and everything like that. You got to know that that thing was like 
totally gone through. There was so many sure. things that you did to it to make it not stock. So like, you got to understand that that's not a stock car, right? Yeah. Well, and, and by the way, there's cooler stuff coming on his NSS. Oh, the new one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for the old one, and yeah, he, he doesn't, he's never complained about it. At least not to me, yeah. you know, but and, and we have a lot of the same circles and everybody knows I'm not that guy, but you still kind of feel like, fuck man, you know, the motor just blew on you and you, Pull it, but which hasn't happened, by the way. But you know, this is kind of one of those things. But it's it's funny because also I'm thinking, okay, you don't really know anything about these cars. You you you're gonna fuck it up, right? And I can't take responsibility for that because he hit me up one day and he's like, hey, the oil pressure sensor shot way up. Is that normal? I was like, you know, I don't think I ever noticed that. But I've driven an aftermarket turbo car for four or five years. Maybe mm. I maybe it does do that. I've just never paid attention, right? Mm. I said, but if I'm you. I stop driving it, take it home, put it on your car lift, drive your Ferrari or your other three cars, and take it to Science of Speed, which is the shop that I always take my car to. But he's like, oh, yeah, I have an appointment with so-and-so shop. I'm like, dude, why are you fucking around with that shop? Take it to Science of Speed right down the street from your house. And then finally he took it to Science of Speed. So it's but they have like things. they have like records on that car probably, right? Because well, they they've the done yeah. everything to it. Yeah. They, they, that's they where he took it to get yeah, tuned exactly. right. the whole time, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's where everyone sends their cars from all over the United States. You know, you walk into Science of Speed and they have NSXs from everywhere. That's where you go. That's where you go. And it's right down the street. So it's like, dude, stop fucking around. People who but know cars know that that's where you go. People who know NSXs. Yeah. It's like one of three places that everyone goes. Um, but yeah, EPA is fucking, fucking with people. Uh, also in, in, also in car news, we got off on a tangent off on a, in a good tangent. So also in news, Fortnite YouTube, uh, 1.5 million subscribers posted a video. Tesla autopilot crashes into motorcycle riders. Why? Six days ago, half a million views. By the time this comes out, it'll probably be a million views. Oh shit. It's a very eight minute video. Very well done. And it talks about how the autopilot, all the issues with the autopilot. Mm. And when I had the Tesla, I kept complaining about you know, the one that, you know, Drew Bunkley lent me. I kept complaining about it's autopilot, but you have to pay attention to it 100% of the time, which is defeats the whole purpose mentally of having an autopilot. Did you use the autopilot on when you had it? Like it was because that car was a little bit older, right? That was like, I think a 2019. Okay. Uh, Tesla Model 4. Maybe 18. I want to say 19. And I tried to use it. And my wife always wanted a Tesla because she's like, I want a car where I can just sit back and do my work and, and not pay attention. I was like. No, you have to pay attention. That's how it makes works. you pay attention. Yeah, bitches Which, don't want to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you got a point. There's a yeah, but the, the thing is, I don't understand is how does this happen when I and, and and it's a different software, but for the car that I had from Drew, it forced you to pay attention. You couldn't doze. You couldn't fall asleep. You couldn't you know whatever. So I'm like, how how are these how how are they hitting people? someone's still behind that wheel. Yeah. I don't, you know, the funny thing about that is like, does your, does your NSX have all the bells and whistles like that? So like our pilot has, you hit the yellow line, it shakes, you get close to a car, it breaks for you. Like, is that essentially the same thing as what that is? Or is it a little bit different than that? My car may have some of that. I don't know. Um, they dropped the ball and a lot of what the NSX has. Uh, but with the, with the Tesla, they have this really cool radar system where it looks like a hundred and something feet in front of the car, at least. And it actually draws everything you're looking at on the screen, which is to me the most, 
the coolest thing ever. Like yeah. if there's a trash can there, you'll see the trash can in almost like a, an AutoCAD drawing on your screen. But what the what this article or this this video was saying is that they they suspect that in all, both these incidents there were motorcycles that got killed, and since this thing got released five days ago, another person that got killed on a motorcycle. So like it doesn't recognize it doesn't motorcycles. Re- recognize the death. So it's probably seeing the motorcycle taillights because they're always lower, and probably thinks that it's a car, you know, in the in in the far distance until you know it's late. And one of the things the guy said though that was kind of crazy to me is. And I don't know if this is true or not. I'm pretty sure if you're going to put on a video with 1.5 million followers, you've probably done your homework. Yeah. Although he did say that Tesla makes billions of dollars off of selling people add-ons, features that aren't going to be available to the future. And in a couple episodes ago, I had reported that it took Tesla 18 years to get its first profitable, I think, quarter, not not entire year. So there's that statement is like, no, that's not entirely true. But, you know, one thing he did say is that the autopilot in a Tesla is programmed to automatically turn off a second before an impact. Mm. And if that's the case, it's like, okay, well, now who do you blame? Right. You blame the driver of the car. And it's that's kind of that weird iRobot type, you know, because hmm, everything's driven by money. Right. And, you know, they, they took, a, they took the, the radar out of the front bumper that they used to have. And to save money and to save this and to save that. But I, I don't know. I just, I think Tesla's are great. I think autonomous, you know, autonomy in, in transportation is, is cool. It takes away from the driver. A lot of people don't care. They just want something to take them from point A to point B. They just want their own personal theme park ride. Right. Essentially. And that's where we're going. But I've always been skeptical on this whole autopilot. And they've also talked about renaming it from autopilot to something else because it's misleading. Um, but I'm just not ready to let a car drive for me. Well, what is Tesla's take on that deal? Because I feel like they call it autopilot, but they expect you to pay attention to what you're doing when you're driving, right? Because that's really so, the thing. It's like you can't just go to sleep and let that car drive itself. Right. It won't let you. And and I think they've probably tweaked it over the years. And there's two sides to every discussion. Right. This is a very one-sided leaning video, and it's pretty cool. It's an extremely well-done video. Uh, but in the video, they, they do play uh, some clips of, like, Elon Musk talking about Can these type of things. Can people find this on YouTube? Yeah, and actually, I'm going to post the link in the notes of this episode so all six people who listen to this podcast will be able to, to watch it themselves. It's way more than six. All 16 people who listen to this podcast. 24. Can can watch, can watch it themselves. <laughs> um, but he's, you know, because what the guy, the, the main guy in the video had said is they should use LiDAR instead of radar. And uh, it's a lot more expensive. Uh, but, you know, Elon Musk in the video, it said that, you know, he was saying LiDAR is no good, da, 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 and people were kind of looking at him. So it's kind of controversial, but. I'm pretty interested in, like, Elon Musk. So, like, I've been listening to his book, and I haven't got through it. But he, that guy is, like, throw a ton of money at it, see what happens, and then and just see, and, and then go with it, right? So, like, he did the same thing with Rockets. I think I watched uh, – there's a documentary on Netflix and the same thing with the rockets. Like he's, he spent so much money getting those things to land where they were going to land. And so I, he's going to fight, he's going to figure it out one way or another. It's just going to cost a lot of money. Exactly. Well, just so you guys know, you're a little bit behind the times. Tesla is an official pizza cutter at this point. I'm watching a video of Tesla cutting a pizza. Is it the door? Yes, it is the door. 
Brandon McDermott. Is that to show that the door doesn't, that, that could be a person? You think that the computer would recognize it as squeezing somebody in the door and release? It won't hurt fingers, but it will cut pizza. <laughs> Interesting. We just watched a uh, Instagram reel or, or video oh, or whatever. Shit. but Tesla cutting pizza. Oh, that's amazing. I don't know. It, it's it's uh, I'm not thumbs down on Tesla at all. I know it probably sounds like I am. Uh, but it's it's like one of these things because two deaths, now three. It's it's terrible. I don't think it's enough to move the needle. I'm mm. pretty sure Tesla cares about it and they're working on trying to prevent this. Yeah. But I likened it to airplanes, right? If one airplane crashes a, a month or a commercial flight, in a couple months, people are going to start to freak out and not fly. Right. And that one flight in one month is like point zero 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 four error rate, which is remarkable with anything other than when it involves people. Yep. And so these two with, and I'm not advocating, but I'm just saying, realistically speaking, the numbers are usually what people might make people move, move the needle, right? The numbers are if, if two people have died from getting ran over by Teslas, and how many Teslas are there? You know, there's and how long have they been around? 18, 19 years. Statistically, that's that's a really small error rate. Exactly. You know, and so it's going to take more deaths, I think, for for something for the United for the government to you know put their foot down and say no more autonomy or what? Because now they have the what is it called? Smart. Now now I'm, now I'm going to sound old, but it's like what adaptive cruise control, right? That's the one that slows down when the car is uh, in front of you. Right. I've had a few rental cars that have done that lately. I'm like, wow, this is great. Mine coming from a 97. Like that. It slows me down and beep, beep, beep as somebody's slowing down if I'm not slowing down. And that's fantastic, right? I mean, that's... No, I hate it. You, you hate it? <laughs> I hate <laughs> it so much because no, I'm watching. Same thing. The pilot's the same way. Like, it has, like, you can set it so it's four car links or two car links or, or one car it. link. And it just, yeah. it's a pain in the ass. I think I've had, well, I wouldn't set it, but, um, but I mean, I, I think it's cool, but I can also see how it could be a major pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. the lane departure warning is a major pain in the ass. I had a but BMW rental and I couldn't fucking figure out how to turn it off. And I was going down, <laughs> like, dude, oh, I was going through country roads, like two lane swooping country roads. And that thing was just like, kept fighting me the She's whole time. like, I couldn't figure it out. No, there was no, there was like no override button, you yeah. know? Right. Oh, dude, that forerunner that I rented in California the last time, it was the same thing. It's like. Holy shit! You're in the white lines. Of course, I'm in the white lines. I'm looking at. I'm trying stuff. to fucking cross. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm literally trying to change lanes, and this thing is fighting me. But let's be honest. I mean, like you think about it. Like, so I get in my in the pilot, which I don't drive very often, and my wife has been driving it, and she can't figure out why it's, it's so. The one she wrecked, right? Yeah, it's the one she wrecked exactly. She can't figure out. She can't figure out why like the lane departure thing is on, and she can't figure out how to turn it off. And I push a button. And I'm like, shit's off. And how often does does your wife use cruise control? Because my wife never touches it. You know, Yvette does cruise control in her uh, 2011 Audi A4, and be, she uses it because she likes to speed. Stop so herself she, from speeding. Yeah, exactly, 100%. When she, when she used to have to drive to downtown Phoenix to work where her office was, corner office, uh, <laughs> I, way up, like skyscraper before. They, actually, they ended up giving her office away before the pandemic era because she never came into work. Shit. So she was like full remote. But yeah, she would always set it to cruise That control. was a corner office. You know what's funny is she always says, I drive like an old man. I drive slow. And I'm like, you have no idea how I drive when people aren't in the car with me. Oh, no shit. You, you don't have to. You, you're the only person that you could hurt. 
Exactly. You know where that comes from is when we first got married, it, you know, I had a kid. I had an InstaFam. Mm. You yeah. Know? You know, put them in the microwave, boom, two kids, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm driving the... <laughs> driving I don't the, know if you know this or not, but Tattoo Dad has five children. Yeah. When with, you're driving the car, you're not going to drive, you know, like, get out of the fucking way. Like you're, you know, like you're, you're racing the clock. Yeah, you're going to drive semi-conservative. And so ever since then, she said, I drive like an old man. I'm like, no. I'm protecting my cargo. Yeah, I don't drive like an old man. The other NSX, I sure as hell don't drive like one in this. Hey, one. Oh, I've been in that NSX. But how we are as guys when our women talk to us that way, we just say, "Yeah, you're right," and we move on. That's right, <laughs> honey. Yep. Yes, ma'am. Yep. You're right. You got it. Can you fetch me my walker and a glass of warm milk? <laughs> <laughs> a glass of warm milk. And that and is my the walker. car second. Oh, what car? Yeah, fuck. And that is the car news. <laughs> I want to thank Wes Tankersley and Mr. Tattoo Dad himself, Sean, for coming in the studio, coming into town. Had a great time with them. Of course, that entire conversation was brought to you by The Cell Shop, an Arizona-based retailer that strives to be your destination of choice of wireless services, whether Arizona or Washington State. They are an authorized AT&T detailer, so visit them at cellshop.us and get connected today. So Mr. Drew Bunkley could not make it out with us, but you know Turkey was there. And Kat was there. Will, Liz, and Emerson came by as well. That's Miss my fishing buddy, Mr. Uh, Will Leitner. We had a good time. We had a really good time. One thing, right Honda and right Toyota out of Scottsdale, Arizona, fourwheelonline.com. We mentioned him earlier. Of course, we drank most of the uh, the real-time rye bourbon that he sent. Cell Shot Wireless Services, Westgate Exotic Cars and Rentals. Again, a special shout-out to Mr. Bunkley for that one. Can't forget Patreon Business Support of Cuyah Automotive out of Winter Garden, Florida. Pell Construction out of Caledonia, Michigan. And Big House Small Home Design out of Ashburn, Virginia. Ashburn, Virginia and Traverse City, Michigan. If you're in a position to help the podcast upgrade, join the Patreon for as little as $3 a month and get access to bonus audio as well as show swag. I want to thank Mark Stoneman, Catherine Cox, Eddie Ramos, Richard Graves, Byron Jones, Bojong, Alice Gamina, and Drew Bunkley. If you're interested in picking up a hard parking podcast shirt, I still have them. I make them. I still have those shirts. We're collecting money, and we're going to get that money toward a toward a good cause. If you have anything for the show? Hard parking podcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at jfinning. That's J H E P F E N N I N G. If I said it's too fast, so what? The show is literally on the name description. Join the Hard Parking Violations Facebook group. We are up over 300, and I am so proud. I can't grow without you telling the world how great this show is, so let's do this. Let's grow this thing together. And I'll talk to you all next week. Shut up! <laughs> A beater.